In this segment where you're joined by a U.S. Senate candidate, Libertarian Party, Danny Mayloff is with us. Danny, good morning to you. How are you, sir? Good morning. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me today. All right. Terrific. So so here we are, you know, getting in the in the situation. You know what, uh, uh, you know, as far as U.S. Senate, what do you think are some of the top uh, things that Illinois needs to be addressing? I mean, obviously, COVID-19 is one of them. But what are some of the other things that Illinois needs to be addressing? Um, sure. Well, I think uh, I think Illinois and the country specifically as a federal candidate, um, I'm focused on Illinois or Illinois and the country um, addressing uh, the, the size and scope of the federal government and just the growth of government overall. Um, I think with COVID-19 hitting and, and many of the things that we're seeing in 2020, I'm, we're coming to realize that um, some of, many of these problems are a result of government being way too big, and we need to focus on shrinking that uh, and, and not increasing those problems, but mitigating them with, with a smaller size federal government. Uh, when it comes to Illinois specifically, I think we need to focus on not shutting down um, as a result of COVID-19. I know some people might hear that and think um, that, you know, I'm dangerous or that it's a dangerous solution. But um, as individuals, we need to make those choices rather than the government forcing us or telling us what we can and cannot do. As business owners, we need to make those decisions um, as consumers. So um, step one would have been, um, in my opinion, not to shut down, not to forcibly shut down the economy. Um, and then part two now that we already have is to reopen. Uh, I know we, we partly have, and um, there are still some restrictions. I, I know a restaurant owner where I'm from in the Crystal Lake area who um, I was visiting recently in their outdoor seating, and she mentioned that they don't think they're going to survive the winter. Um, so once you know, it's, it cools off and, and the outdoor seating isn't enough. And if, if limited seating is still the case inside, they will not survive. And I can't imagine many other restaurants will because this is a staple um, in the community in, in the county that I grew up in. Danny Mayloff joins us. Uh, he is a possible candidate for uh, the Libertarian Party to be on the U.S. Uh, Senate uh, ballot. Uh, and, and I say possible because, uh, you know, I really we can talk about your platform. We could talk about your uh, your competitors and, and so on. And we'll have plenty of opportunity between now and the November 3rd election to do so. But I really wanted to hear about the process of getting on the ballot for years there's been a difference between established parties and non-established parties. That's still spelled out in state law, but there was a substantial burden put on non-established parties to be able to even get on the ballot. Before COVID-19, lay out um, your thoughts as you were thinking, you know, I'm going to go ahead and challenge uh, incumbent Dick Durbin and whoever the Republican candidate is as a non-established party as part of the Libertarian Party. Um, and then COVID hits. Lay that out for us. What was that like uh, looking at the thresholds that were there that were uh, well, like five times more than what the Republicans or Democrats had to get? Yeah. And actually, I can cover two specific races because prior to becoming the U.S. Senate candidate for the Libertarian Party, I considered a um, libertarian run in the U.S. House District 14, which is covers parts of McHenry County, Lake County and some of these uh, northern collar counties. And the reason it wasn't viable to run as a libertarian candidate in that race is because the number of signature requirements for a libertarian were 15, over 15,000 signatures, whereas to run as a Republican or as a Democrat, uh, it was just 1,000 signatures. 
So in order to run for U.S. House of Representatives as a libertarian or as a third party, um, the third party candidate was required to get 15 times number of signatures than the established parties. So obviously that creates quite a barrier to entry for anybody considering um, a run, which limits the choices for voters. Well, and that's even uh, before, so now, and that's even before a pandemic. <laughs> you know, that's even yeah. before stay-at-home <laughs> yeah. orders, yeah. Uh, keeping people at home and not being able to go and uh, you know go door to door or to hold gatherings and get signatures that way. Uh, so you're looking at this huge threshold, uh, and it's 15 times for a House seat. It's five times and then for five a Senate times seat. The Senate. Yeah. Yep. So as a non-established party, when COVID hit, did you think to yourself, "Well, this is toast. I, I can't do this now." <laughs> we did. Uh, I think I think myself and all other libertarians had that thought going through our mind. Um, the question came up of how you know, especially like you said, as the governor was shutting down the Illinois economy as the gathering restrictions went from unlimited to no more than 50 to no more than 10, it became very unrealistic and essentially impossible for libertarians or third party candidates to get the required number of signatures. Um, At that point in time, it was, it was really a question of, can we get any signatures outside of just, you know, people who are actively involved within the libertarian party and then our close family and friends, but that's just not going to cut it when you're talking that many signatures, not across, I mean, across the state, especially for 25,000 signatures, but then for some of those other races, state, local, countywide, um, it just seemed like a, it was a daunting task and, and was a little intimidating, um, which led us to, to taking action in other ways. If, if you don't mind, I, I guess I can move into yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. You guys took action and uh, filed lawsuits. Yeah, so actually before the lawsuits, um, because... I mean, we, nobody wanted to take it to court, right? Nobody initially said, hey, what should, we, we'd love to be in court to resolve this issue. So the Libertarian Party, um, the former chapter chair and, and vice chair and the, the, um, those individuals who were members of the party um, and the board, they sent letters to the governor and they sent letters to the State Board of Elections. We also flooded everybody with calls, the governor, the State Board of Elections, and the, and the legislature as well. The legislature happened to be out of session because of COVID. So when we were talking to those representatives, um, at least in my experience, they were pointing us to the State Board of Elections. We were talking to the State Board of Elections. They were pointing us to the legislature, and the governor was nowhere to be heard from. So without having a response from the governor and having that, that runaround from everybody else, that is when the Libertarian Party partnered up with the Green Party to say, hey, we're going we're gonna to file a lawsuit. And we're going to ask for some relief. And ultimately, at that point, yeah. And ultimately, that relief came where it uh, slashed the number of uh, signature required, uh, like by ninety percent. So you guys only had to get, um, you know, but well, a much lower number of signatures. Let's just put it that way, depending on the office. Uh, and we've got limited time here, Danny. Uh, so I also wanted to, you know, get your response to why. Third parties, why non-established parties? Uh, if, if there's these barriers to entry um, to get on the ballot, and those are lifted now, um, is there concern that there are going to be too many uh, people running for yeah, offices? And, and, and to add to that, you know, what do you say to people that uh, every time I've mentioned to people that I vote for a third party candidate, they are always telling me you're throwing your vote away, which is BS. But 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 how do you answer to all that? <laughs> Oh man, I well, um, I think the the wasted vote is particularly unique here in Illinois. 
um, because we are such a supermajority with, with Democrats in the um, in the legislature, I think actually, uh, especially talking to conservatives and Republicans, that if anybody's throwing away their vote, it would be more so those individuals because we have such an opportunity with third parties to become established parties, especially in this election with more uh, with more independent candidates, more Green Party candidates, more Libertarians. I don't think it's a bad thing to have more candidates on the ballot. Voters deserve a choice. Of course, there need to be some sort of barriers to entry so we don't have hundreds and hundreds of candidates just raise their hand and say, I want to be on a ballot and get granted that access. But at this point in time, with some barriers, it makes perfect sense for voters to have that option because what we've seen with the two-party system um, in Illinois, and particularly as a federal candidate across the country, is um, endless war overseas, domestic spying programs, the most imprisoned country in the world. Uh, we're, we're wastefully accumulating a $26 trillion national debt. And all these problems are a result of the government being way too big and the government's become way too big because of this two-party system that realistically is very much one and the same when you take a closer look and examine the Democrats and the Republicans. A lot of people call them the Republicrats. I just say, uh, you know, there's the duopoly. Um, I think it's time that we escape this two-party system and the bipartisan status quo that we get with just Republicans and Democrats on the ballot. Danny Mayloff joins us. Uh, he filed yesterday before the deadline to get on the ballot for the November 3rd election as a libertarian running for U.S. Senate. Uh, there's a whole bunch of others from the non-established parties that filed for um, various uh, positions on the ballots. That deadline was yesterday. You're not officially on the ballot yet. You have to survive this week-long objection process. Uh, so we'll definitely be uh, checking back in with you and your uh, competitors who um, have secured ballot access from the Republican and Democrat parties. Uh, so um, greatly appreciate you being on. And if people want to learn more about your candidacy, where can they find info? They can head to uh, two spots, well, a few spots, Danny2020.com for my webpage, and then any social media, Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. It is at Danny Mayloff 2020. That's M-A-L-O-U-F, Danny Mayloff 2020. All right, terrific. Thanks for having me, guys. You bet. No problem.